What's up, girl? <laughs> I tried not to do the whole hey, y'all. <laughs> Why not? Why go against what's natural, you know? Mm. Hey, y'all. <laughs> it's the Black Coffee and Tea Podcast. Exactly. Thank you, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, girl. So, what's been going on? How's your week been? Long. <laughs> It's felt like two weeks in one week. Yeah, I yeah, I can see that. I'm glad we're on the podcast though. We've mm-hmm. got a lot of juicy shit to talk about. What are you drinking? Was that a pina colada or something? Mm-hmm. Marlon made me a pina colada. Oh, he, wow. He usually makes me the Miami Vice. Okay. And they were out of the strawberry, so I was like, "Babe, the pina's fine. I just need extra liquor." you know <laughs> wow <laughs> trying to get lit so what's, what's up? i need a blender and make fruity mixed i mean i don't have them out. all the time but you know there's some nights where i'm like oh i want something frozen and you know i was like oh i didn't want yeah. wine just reminds me of vacation like i literally only exactly a frozen pina colada or miami vice if i'm yep. at the beach yep <laughs> Soon come beach. Oh my gosh. Do you have any trips planned? No. I do have trips, but none of them are exotic. Yeah. (laughs) So they're just domestic um, trips for occasions. Yeah. I don't even have, it's so funny, like literally all my friends, oops, sorry y'all. Literally all my friends hit me and was just like, what are you doing this year for your birthday? Like six people. I don't know what this week was, but this usually is the week where I notify people of where I'm going, if they want to come, how much it's going to cost. Oh my God, it is. is usually the week for the last like Legit, it is. Yeah. For the last four or five years, I have done a massive birthday trip with a bunch of people um, or some type of function. And I didn't reach out to nobody because I have no plans for my birthday. And this week, everyone hit me up and was like, girl, what are you doing for your birthday? I was like, nothing (laughs) but you know what you live in one of those cities you live in cal you live in los angeles so it's like i mean people literally legit go to la to have a birthday party so at worst you're in la you know like you go to malibu you go you could do nothing but you're still la's lit like i legit could have some bossa nova marlon and i were like we just want to go back and eat you know, like the food is so good. I ate there so. for my birthday one year when I had a party in Malibu. Um, I ate a Boston over for my birthday dinner. So yeah, even if I'm here, I usually plan something. I usually do something, but it's yeah. just, I knew after last year, that was going to be like my last big, I'm not going to say my last, but my last for a while. That was going to be yeah. like my last big, like went all the way out, got tore up every night. Got tore out the frame. <laughs> that was just like, oh, that was Miami was just crazy. I hate I couldn't go. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Last minute. I really hate I couldn't go. That was a trip I really wanted to go on and get yeah, lit I wish and turned. There. I wish but I'm there. glad wedding planning is over and I can start to live my life again and, you know, be one of with the people, you know, um, have a girlfriend you know her who's getting married this year and I was mm. like please don't ask me to be a bridesmaid 
I mean, I didn't tell her that, obviously, but she probably don't listen to the podcast, so she ain't, she ain't gonna know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and even if she did, you know, we're we're still cool like that. But yeah, I'm like, no, please don't ask me to be in this wedding. And she's got a really big family, and I remember we were talking weddings like a few years ago, and she was like, if I ever had a wedding, like. I would probably have, I would have to have like 20 bridesmaids and girl, it was just giving me anxiety thinking about her ever getting married. And I'm just like, oh my God. So when she got proposed to or engaged in the last year, I was thinking to myself and she didn't ask. So I was elated (laughs) to say the least. Like I get to just attend and bring you a good gift and yeah, I don't want to do that. So anyway, I don't even know how I got on that, but yeah, I just, you know, I, I just want to just travel this year, like do nothing but travel. Don't ask me how I'm gonna make it work. Cause I don't know. Um, but I'm, I, this year legit for me is being intentional with what I see for my future for myself and being and putting the work into making it happen because with a lot of successful people that I've listened to or some of the common thread is you got to get up before the regular people you got to do more than the regular people you got to be consistent you got to you know be you know all these things like delve into your craft figure things out and all this other stuff and it's just like when I look back at myself and had a self-assessment, I'm kind of like, oh my God, I'm so lazy. (laughs) Like I say, I want all these things, but what am I really doing behind the scenes to, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like real talk. So I am committing. Yeah. So I'm committing to myself to show up, to be a better um, person for myself, for my family, for my friends, for my businesses, for the things that I want to do. So uh, this year I want to travel more. I'm not saying every month, I'm not saying I got it like that or I'll have it like that. Well, you know, maybe I'm putting it all out there. Eventually I want to travel every month or whenever I want, but I do want to travel this year a lot more. Um, and I just want things that we're working on to expand and blow up and I want everybody to be happy, good health, all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Just yep. God can make it happen. It can happen. God can make it happen, child. Listen, I'm like... I got my <laughs> wedding anniversary March 1st, my birthday March 14th. It's crazy. Spring break for the kids are is March 16th through the 19th. So I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, don't, I probably will be saying my birthday trip is with my son and my husband for spring break and my anniversary all wrapped in one this year. So... I'm one of those people though, too, that I don't like to combine. So like, I don't want to combine my birthday with my anniversary, with spring break, with the summer. You do see what I'm saying? Like if I ever had a kid or let's just say my birthday was on Christmas, like I would hate to always celebrate my birthday with Christmas. Like I kind of want it to be separate. Like like okay it's Christmas. you saying you want to leave your kids and your your, your yeah, child yeah. That's, that's exactly what i'm saying for anniversary i want it to be me and marlon family okay. trips all three of us girlfriend trips it's girlfriends like you know there's there's like buckets to it in my do you 
still want to do girlfriend trips? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm all about having a separate life outside of your marriage. Like, I'm not one of those women that feel like when you get married or you get into a relationship that, like, your previous life is non-existent. Now, do I agree that I'm going to be staying out every night and doing the things that I was doing when I was single? I wasn't even doing that shit when I was single. But I'm saying if I were to be about the party life and going out all the time and now that I'm married still carrying on that life no I I wouldn't do that those are changes that I think should be made in the sense of you know go out when you want to go out but not all the time but yeah my my husband that's one of the things I'll say and I don't know if we're getting off topic I don't even know what our topic was about there's no topic got it (laughs) so (laughs) I am a firm believer that you do have to marry your person in the sense of as marry someone that continues to allow you to be you period like just marry at the bare minimum if you have to change or become someone else to marry someone I'm not talking about being in love and out of all that all that shit comes and goes I'm talking about the bare minimum being yourself like who I fell in love with is who I still want you to be you know what I'm saying and that's what I have Um, and I, you know, he does what he does and goes out with his friends. And that was a big part of his life before we got married. So, you know, he still does that. Not as much, obviously, but because they're all married too. But, but yeah, I, I definitely believe in girl trips. I believe in space. Yep. So, um, what is up with Nashville city? I actually have some stuff for you guys this week and I promised that beginning of the year I would commit to bringing you guys stuff from my city so shout out to the titans just off the rip shout out to the titans who are blowing these games out of the water we are up against Kansas City Missouri fun little fact I was born in Kansas City Missouri raised in Phoenix so this to me is Kansas City versus Titans. If you ask me who I'm rooting for, it's going to be the Titans. Um, They play on Sunday, and whoever wins that game will be going to the Super Bowl. I am going for the Titans simply because they have never won a Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs has won a Super Bowl. So there's my answer. You know, I'm going to get some slack from family, but whatever. I really don't give a shit about football anyway, but – um the weekend is having their seven year anniversary kickoff for those of you who don't know what the weekend is it is a lounge bar here in nashville it's very very popular go check it out and then tomorrow there is a day party um at art urban as well so it starts at 4 p.m so yeah look at nashville trying to have day parties I know, right? And I've been saying we need more. Oh, and let me say this. They are also having, Nashville's also doing a dream brunch, which is a Titans watch party on Sunday at two. So go check that out. What are you doing out of all these events? Can any of the people in Nashville find you at any of these events? You will not see me this week. (laughs) Okay? I'd be recommending some shit you're not even interested in going to. This is not about me. This is about y'all and making sure you guys that enjoy, have a nice little turn up, have what you need, know where to go. I was real talk going to go actually out to this place that I will not say because it is a 
quiet, little kept secret type field place. It's a hookah spot. I'll give you a hint. It's off Charlotte in Nashville. You people in Nashville, you know where that is. But it's got all this beautiful art. It's like a, a Marley painting. It's got, um, who else? Um, it's got, I thought it was Khloe Kardashian child, but it ended up being Miley Cyrus. But they've just got all this like weird, funky art, like oversized art. And it's just a good feel. It's BYOB. Um, I don't know. It's just a sexy little place. All these really nice, pretty couches and it's very intimate. So I was going to go there tonight, but I was like, oh, I got a podcast tonight. So sorry, girl. Um, but yeah. Oh, so really? Yeah. You turn somebody down for the podcast? Girl, of course. This is business first. <laughs> really? Well, Mia, this is a new Mia. This is 2020. Cheers. Well, you know, you was like, I'm just leaving physical therapy. You want to reschedule? Bitch, no, I'm good. Girl, I knew, I just knew when I saw your text, I was like, oh, she probably just going to reschedule. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm good. Like, you're fine. I told you I was going to be here all night. Oh, well, you know, not though. all night. But yeah, girl. That's what's up. Sacrifices really do. I'm telling you, God, the universe sees sacrifices. When you sacrifice stuff, it may take a while for them to pay off, but sacrifices really do go a long way. They like, do. Because to get anything, you have to give up something. Like you, you just do. do. It's just you like do. the law of life. But life, attraction, all that. That's shit. beautiful. Um, anyway, California city streets, California. Not California city streets. I mean, girl, just California love. Tupac. Child, I just mixed it. I promise it's not the alcohol. <laughs> oh, Lord. Not coming from the world's largest Tupac fan. And, okay. uh, well, and I think I made up like, that title, which is funny. <laughs> I butchered it. No, so give us some California love this weekend. What's going on? So this is going to blow y'all minds, actually. Um... You recall last week how I went in on Kevin Hart <laughs> and how I was like, I don't really like him anymore. He low-key disgusts me for how he acted in that documentary, blah, 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 fuck Kevin Hart. So, of course, I get invited to be a part of some Kevin Hart show <laughs> that films tomorrow. It's a workout show called, um, it's called What the Fit? So he has some workout show on, I guess he puts it on YouTube and Facebook watch, I think, are the two places where it streams, but, um, he invites different celebrities on there. So I saw he had an episode with, uh, Khloe Kardashian. He had one with uh, chance the rapper and he just, and they, they're doing like yoga or they're doing like, um, what they were doing, like hit training or whatever. I don't know. So I'm supposed to be out there tomorrow in my workout gear at 11 AM in Gardena, California. I probably shouldn't be blasting the location of this shoot, but whatever. Um, yeah, and I'm supposed to be out there working out for some show, for some TV show. And I was just like, this is crazy. Like, I've never been invited to any Kevin Hart show. I mean, I'm always doing, you know, extra work, background work on sets. But <laughs> just the fact that I talk big shit about Kevin Hart and then I get an invitation, like, two days later, I'm oh. just like, Right. No, should I even go? <laughs> girl. It's funny you say that because when I was this is not even pertaining to that, but you know, when we had some um fans reach out to us via Instagram and gave us a review on the Tyler Perry episode. We had some stands for Tyler Perry <clears throat> and they went in 
an advocate of Tyler Perry, which is fine. Great. We, we, we love Tyler Perry. We don't have any issues with him. We just, you know, said he needs to add some writers. I didn't think it was a bad idea. But then I was like, oh, what if I ever got a job for Tyler Perry? I still honestly would say that you should have writers, additional writers. But I just was thinking to myself, what if I ever got a job or it's kind of partnered with what you were saying? Like, you know, you got booked for a Kevin Hart thing. And it's like, Ooh, like I just went, kind of went in on that. I remember I put out that video about Diddy too, about Diddy, like beating his ex-wife or some shit. And then I got got that Diddy interview. interview. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So that's kind of like, I literally was just thinking that out of the air the other day. I was thinking like, Ooh, what if I ever got a job? But I forgot you actually have experienced this. Cause it's LA. So the people I'm talking about are low key, really around my vicinity right now. And I could have some real interactions with these people. And the crazy thing about all this is everything that we're doing, because we put ourselves out there, if we ever did, like, let's say you did get that, like, uh, in like a big position at Kevin Hart Studios, somebody would find a clip and excerpt it and be like, insert here, Whitney said, it's like, girl, like, girl, you know, that's just how I it is. I stand by that, but I would never work for Kevin Hart. I'm sorry. I don't care. But the way he talked to his folks, no, 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 no. <laughs> it ain't gonna be me <laughs> that's out that's out yes. so um but yeah I don't know if I should go to this shoot tomorrow I'm like I'm gonna bring this up on the podcast and see what the people say I think you should go <laughs> I really need to work lost. out anyway I was like oh damn I actually do need to work out so shit yeah I, I mean I would take my black ass I'd be like hell yeah and then I could just report back you know, yeah. let y'all know if it, if he's really out there showing his ass or what people <laughs> i feel like this show we get the true tea from you because you actually live in a city nashville's hot too though nashville is hot but we're hot for other reasons la is la is la you could be at the grocery store running into usher running into you know kelly roll yeah, like if- ran into usher we followed him down the block that's what i'm saying like you could be, you could just <laughs> literally just anything could happen at any moment so i look this show is you know what i'm saying like think about everything we've talked about throughout all of our episodes mm-hmm. like from yeah. las vegas to you know i know egos well that wasn't vegas but you know i'm just saying like all the tea the juicy juicy tea that you've even witnessed like what the? i ain't witnessed shit y'all this is just you are, you're right you didn't, you didn't see anything right even with the Migos shit I said I did not see him cheat I said I saw him there you did, you did but say I didn't that. see shit with my own eyes I saw him walking around looking as if he was picking out meat from a grocery store but I didn't see him touch none of the meat you feel me so I don't know but hmm. you know God bless their union Cardi and um Offset yeah um but yeah LA is wild LA is crazy I mean that's why I like LA though because it's so unpredictable it's like I never feel I have a really bad problem with routine. I don't like routine things. I don't like to do the same thing over and over again or like go the same route to the store. I just, I like to switch it up. I get really anxious if I can't. And um, that's why I love LA because it's always something going on, something random. You just never know what's going to happen. Is that it? You're not doing nothing this weekend? I'm going to be apartment hunting and okay. I'm going to, cause I'm moving upward and onward <laughs> up on out of here. 
So I need to come. <laughs> yeah, this has been a beautiful location, but I just got to keep it moving. And um, yeah, I'm going to be on the hunt, which is always tough because this is my fifth year in LA and I've moved like six times. So it's always a struggle. Listen, the fact that you've moved in LA and you're still out in LA, because I know some people that moved out to LA and they thought, you know, whatever, whatever, and they are no longer in LA. Okay. I have a lot of friends that I met out here, but they've moved back home. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, so the fact that you've been there five years, no matter how many times you move, you've still, and to me, six times really isn't that much. That's like one year a piece with the exception of maybe one time event. But yeah, I have like two, six months lease. Yeah. Leases. Yeah. No, that's a blessing. Girl, yes. I just moved a lot, but a lot of my friends in LA, they, because moving is so stressful, people just like, they find a spot and they just stay there for five years, six years, seven years, eight years, 10 years. But see me, I'm just not satisfied. Like all yeah. this shit in LA is like very old. Right. And that's the thing I just didn't know when I moved to LA. I had no idea that like, you know, all you see on TV is like the glamour and the celebrities and the mansions. So when you get here, you're expecting that. That's what I was expecting. But mm -hmm. the vast majority of LA is very old. It's very, I mean, shit, what's a nice way to say it? Like historical? Right. You know, they got apartment buildings where Marilyn Monroe lived at and they still look like the same fucking building when Marilyn was there. Like mm -hmm. it, shit don't change. Like they let these buildings damn near crumble before they even give any type of repairs. So me personally, because I have lived in so many uh, old <laughs> apartments, I really want something new. So I'm, I'm searching for like something in downtown LA, something very nice. Um, yeah, that's my goal. So everybody wish me luck. You go girl. You go Gina. Well, that's I dope. You. <laughs> I'm so proud of you though. I'm so proud of you, friend. Like you are a bomb ass bitch boss. You are always one of those people who I feel like finds a way for real. Um, oh, you are you. very lucky, like AKA blessed, but I feel like there's something over you that has screams luck, whether it's scratch offs, whether it's surveys, <laughs> whether it's, you know, uh, commercial type info, like whatever, you know, a event or you're very resourceful, you know, but you're also very giving and you're very, you know, nurturing, you're very supportive you know, you're just a really great person to know and to have in, you know, someone's life. And I don't take that for granted. And I'm so happy, even if we, you've had to get on me for certain shit about this damn podcast and our business. Oh my God. I promise you, I have not taken it to heart. It's like, listen, if there's anybody I want in my life, it's Whitney. So you're going to make me cry. Girl, don't cry, girl. It'll I'm be your turn. It'll be your turn next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just recycle everything I said to you, girl, next week. Nah, but yeah. No, I mean I can say that right now. I'm super I'm blessed, grateful. I, for real, we. I can't believe. I mean, I can believe that we stuck with it because I've known you for what since I was 17, and I'm upward and onward past 17. I'm not even gonna say my age right now. 
but <laughs> I don't know. Potential Bay could be listening, and he could be. I don't know. But, <laughs> still tenders. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> no, I'm 32 years old, and I'm blessed. I'm grateful, and you've been in my life for a long time. And like a lot of people can't say that they're still friends, or you know, shit, we're family at this point. You know, with literally people they met in college or high school or whatever. So right. very blessed, very grateful. Very we should have had this last episode, the first episode of 2020, but. Yeah, this is our next <laughs> as Pisces on this journey. And crazy. Yeah, we're we're happy to continue and see and where it goes. Crazy as fuck. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> okay. What's the tea, sis? What is the tea? I feel like we probably have a lot of the same topics, so I'll let you start it off. <laughs> um so get into it. Let's see. Let's see. Damn, I forgot we was even going to discuss tea. We got all deep. We did get deep. We did. (laughs) So, all right. First things first, who has been trending the freaking internet for the last week? Lori Harvey and her girls trip Um, with Future as well, her boo. You know, she's been breaking the internet. They've been posting pictures. I think it was her and a lot of um, young black Hollywood people so it was future beautiful, I think it was beautiful people yeah Tiana Shit. Taylor and her man was out there Ryan Destiny. Jordan Ryan Destiny gorgeous pictures I'm loving it I'm loving everything about it okay I feel like I should have been on the trip I'm just like, <laughs> I needed to be there the internet is having a field day with this because we all know future as a serial freaking dater I don't even know what to call him a serial pipe layer I don't know he just lays the pipe gives people babies and bounces so this is the first time we've seen him to be in love like he's posting Lori they're smiling cheesing ear to ear honestly I'm getting the feeling that he's a bit more into her than she is to him okay that's just the vibe I see yeah plus we know she was just like with Diddy a few months ago so yep Lori's about her bag okay and I just you know, future, you better watch, watch your, watch your back. Okay? Watch your back, watch your heart. You may get hurt out here. You may get hurt out in these streets. <laughs> and like, to piggyback on that, you know, people are saying, you know, most people, a lot of people though, I think it's like 50-50. You got the people that are like, oh my God, she's stupid. Like, this is like the worst thing ever. He's got nine baby mamas and all these damn kids. He ain't shit. And then on the other hand, everybody's like, girl, get that bag. You know, don't, you are 23 years old. Do them all. Live your life. Be safe. Be careful. And be on birth control. But I am like in the middle of both because for me, I was reading something the other day and it spoke to sum up everything that I thought about was like, on one hand, Lori is not stupid for dating future. No. She is silly for having all of this publicity and, you know, recognition and all this whatever attention and there's no business. There's no, nothing being dropped. Steve, Marjorie, no one's like encouraged. I can't say anybody's not encouraging her to do something, but what I'm saying is Kris Jenner would literally never. Okay. So I think that but it's because it's because look I I don't see anything from Lori except I want to 
be wifed up by a rich guy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see, I don't think there is no aspirations business-wise. I don't really see her taking no platforms. I mean, I've never heard the girl speak, so I don't really know anything yeah, about her. Yeah, that's facts. True. But- I don't know. She could be the brightest, you know, sharpest pen- pencil in the box. I don't, I have no clue. But what I see from the outside is like, you know, she's just hopping from celebrity, 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 you know, living her best life, posting pictures. Yes. yes. And she's already rich. Okay. But well, it definitely. What? Yeah. You think she's well, cut off or something? Hmm? You think she's cut off financially from the family or something? Yeah. Or? What I was going to say is I find it to be interesting. And this is kind of taking a, a left turn is. I just so happened to be talking to my sister about all of this. And she was like, I find it to be very interesting that we never see Steve Harvey's kids on these vacations, family outings, all these Christmas. Oh, they spoke out against, they spoke out against the stepmom. So then there explains it. I'm late to the party. They were in the blog. Yeah, they were in the blogs. I'm late to the party because I was like, why are they never? And then here's the other part of it that I found to be, and I may be reading too much into it, but you know, be that I have a podcast, you know. Um, I, you know, I can't help it. So I was looking at the, um, the, the pages and I was seeing like today is Steve Harvey's birthday. Shout out to Steve Harvey. Happy birthday. But his biological kids posted on their page. Happy birthday, daddy. I love you so much. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Lori Harvey, her brother, like Marjorie's kids. Steve Harvey got like a 24 hour story post which I just found to be I'm like, you're spending all of his money, but he can't get a post on your page. Like, cause you know, there's, there's that conversation in social media. Is this post worthy or is this story worthy? And I just found it to be interesting that his biological kids actually like made this like nice little post, but then, and cause at the end of the day, the heart, uh, Marjorie's kids, they're spending Steve's money. I mean, they're a family, you know, now. And again, I'm not pitting anybody against each other. It was just literally something for me to be like, that's odd. So hold on, you're saying Lori Lori posted a um story? Yeah, Damn. she posted, like she posted, you know, on the stories they go away in 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she posted a picture. It was just like, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like for the viewers. So she posted a story picture and it was just like happy birthday, pops. And then her brother, Marjorie's on Marjorie's side, um, posted, you know, happy birthday, dad, or happy birthday, pops. It was just something very vague, but his biological kids actually made a post on their page yeah it was like happy birthday daddy I love you thank you you've taught me so much thank you for everything you do like I was just like you know those are his biological kids and then there's also two sides to that too because this is sure I'm sure this is the law of no this is just human nature this what I'm about to drop right now so it's Mm -hmm. like the more you do for people this isn't all the time but most of the time the more you do for people the less they appreciate you sometimes a lot of the times it's taken for granted now the less you do for people if what you do for people is few and far between they appreciate you so much more it's like they honor you more they praise you more they worship you more I'm not saying his kids are doing that but from what I've heard in the blogs is that he has a somewhat strange strained relationship with his kids where it's been occasions where they weren't invited out to like family Mm -hmm. events or trips or whatever. And I'm sure that hurts them in a way. And I'm sure they probably want to be invited to these things. I'm sure they don't want to create more strife 
with the family in any way. So they're discluded more often. You know what I'm saying? They probably want to get more so in his good graces and Marjorie's good graces than Lori. Lori don't give a fuck. You're fucking my mom. So I'm in anyway. <laughs> like I'm in, in, you know, like I don't really have to do nothing. <laughs> I mean, and that's crazy to me because if I were to look at, and this is not a comparison, a true comparison, but it is something to be like, wow, that is different when you're in, because like, I just feel like money is not endless, right? You know, money can be here today, gone tomorrow. And the way in which you spend, and I know Steve Harvey, they're in the pub, public, in the publicity, he's, there have been um, stories that have said he's um, lost a lot of his jobs. I mean, by no means is he broke or going broke, but he doesn't have a lot of the same projects that he once had. So all I ever see Marjorie and her kids, her kids doing is traveling, spending money, shopping, traveling, spending money. And that's great. I would love it. Spending his money. (laughs) But Kim Kardashian, like the Kardashians, all they do is fucking work. I mean, each and every one of them, even when Kim started, no matter how she got her start, everybody's trying to get some kind of like product or whatever. So I just find it to be interesting. But that's different. Kim came from a mother who hustled. Like when, when Chris met, um, Robert Kardashian, she, she wasn't just like in the club fucking drinking. She was a flight attendant working. Oh, was she? So I don't know her back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She was a flight attendant working. Got it. She always worked and she always provided. And then when, you know, when you're that type of person, and then even if you are given, like, even if a man came and scooped me up today and was like, I had a billion dollars, Whitney, you don't have to work another day in your life. Okay. I may not go clock in, but you know, I'm gonna try to flip that money. You know, I'm gonna try to start some shit up with your billion dollars. Exactly. Like, because that's just in me to be like a hustler, a worker. So I'm sure that like Chris passed that on to her children. And she kind of just set her kids up, like even Kylie, like, cause I feel like Kylie, she's not the most um, outgoing or outspoken person. She's very shy, camera shy, all of that. But her mom just instilled that in her, like, you got this following, it's money, it's dollar signs and we're going to make something. And here's how you do it. You like lips now, lip gloss. Okay. Lip kit. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> it's something so you're She's saying like marjorie it has to come within your family and yeah marjorie way. was a what a hopping ass woman looking for a come up fuck two different brothers i i mean i don't see no damn backbone in her i see it was a a desperate move to get wifed up that's the energy i get from marjorie and i'm not yeah. saying that Lori's like that but i'm not saying she's not like that you know i've never even heard her speak like i said so i don't know gorgeous girl though she's gorgeous beautiful drop dead gorgeous i looked at her body i was like god damn i need to get in this damn gym yeah but But i definitely think that she's going to be wiped up by somebody especially the type of men she chooses to date like she's dating men over 10 years older than her like she's dating men that are 10 years plus older than her like she's she she has her eye on the prize she's not out here dealing with these young people in the club like who are just popping like nba young boy or some shit like no she's dating these moguls who are 40 50 years old pushing older age who want to settle down because her mama taught her well you want to get locked down well you date a nigga that's ready damn near ready to be locked down (laughs) because she could date anybody she could date a young diggy Simmons. her fiance her her fiance was very handsome and you know memphis de pepe or de pay or whatever his name was he was very handsome he looked like he was her around her age you know 
And then it was like, okay, I really, this isn't what I want to do. I don't want to be settled down. You know, like that's kind of the energy I got. Really, she hadn't settled down with anybody as of now. I mean, everybody's got her name and, you know, has her name in their mouths. And I think uh, Meek Mill had put out a subliminal today and was like, I dumped all in that or something. And I was like, whoop. Like, but it's just like the men she choose. Okay, we all know Future has what eight baby moms, eight babies or nine baby. I don't know. All I'm saying is the men she's choosing to date. What Diddy got? What four baby moms, three six kids. The men she is choosing to date at her age tells me a lot. I don't know about you, but it tells me a lot. (laughs) I just feel like she's either trying to get wifed up or impregnated. Mm. it's she wants a guaranteed lifetime check i feel and this is i feel like if she gets pregnant by future that will be the biggest l because i just don't mm -mm. like i'd rather you get pregnant by diddy than future i mean i'm not saying one way is better than the other legitimately like future is like i just really want her to just have fun with future and that be it like fuck him till he's blue in the face, make him do all kind of shit and be done. But I do not want her getting pregnant by him. Like that would be to me, from in my opinion, that would be the biggest L she took is to get pregnant by him. Girl, I don't know. That's her life. Whatever. We're just outsiders looking in, but yeah, she living her best life. Go ahead. And living and I encourage it. I, I want you to break Future's heart. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Enjoy, <laughs> have a good time, do what you do. Just I want you to do it for Sierra. <laughs> I just want to see it done. I just want Future to plan my birthday trip, and we ain't even gotta fuck. I mean, obviously, we don't have to do nothing. You don't have to see me. You don't have to do nothing. You just plan a birthday trip and go. <laughs> His birthday trips because he planned one for Joey. So, you know, everyone's okay. like, well, this is, he's That's done what this. I was wondering. I was like, who said he planned this trip? Like, how do they know that he planned this? Well, there was a post out there that said, this has been the best birthday trip ever. Thank you, future. You know, so oh, that was okay. the subliminal okay. that was like, oh, he had, so even though he may not have paid for maybe the whole trip, he probably had obviously some kind of, you know, right. Re- he right. was a resource in some capacity. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm going to tell you who, to me, like, I know the, all the hype is around Lori Harvey and um, whatever his name is. But to me, I just feel like um, that whole group of women, I just feel like Ryan Destiny is a superstar. Like, she she's so underrated. She's gorgeous. She's, gorgeous. she's, she's in a low-key relationship that's very, very, seems to be healthy. They're not, like, trying to get the spotlight it's something very authentic about them like they give me like will and jada vibes like they could possibly be that next major couple i don't know i really i really like them they're very very cute together Keith powers and ryan he's He's very like they're just a cute they're a very cute couple like and i don't even like to use the word cute because i feel like that kind of diminishes what they are but they're a very attractive couple but i also since the genuine genuineness of the relationship yeah yeah shout out black love shout out to black love and all the people that shout out to the men who value because i think that's what makes a lot of these couples to me the the ones in which that i speak to where i'm like 
I may not even say goals anymore because, you know, we don't know what really goes on in these people's lives, but I really don't even be thinking that deep. If I sense that the love is there, mm-hmm. I can feel it. I can, you know, it don't take me to have to be in the relationship, to be around the relationship, to feel like, okay, this is for real. But shout out to the men who value their women in the most basic form of, you know, you, when I say value, I mean, not materials, whatever, you know, all that stuff can be done by a future who we know ain't (laughs) shit, but I'm speaking to, you know, the Barack Obamas, the Keith Powers, you know, um, who else, um, you know, there's just tons of couples out here that, because we, we do. The Will Smiths. Shit. Will Smiths. Now, the only reason why I say Will Smith, I did not say Will Smith. <laughs> he does value Jada. They both value each other. But their Don't relationship is real different. But their yeah. Their relationship is different, but it works for it them. It works and we for can't them. Mean- it's not like yes. he's out here being disrespectful. It's not like he's Kevin Hart and we could call out the bitch he had sex with. Or the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who he cheated on her with or who she cheated on him with. Like, yep. whatever they did do, at least it's low-key under wraps. Like, we don't know. We're right. just speculating, you know? So from the from the surface, it looks like he treated her well. They treat yeah. each other pretty well, you know? They both treat each other well. Yeah, so Will Smith and Jada and, you know, there's just a lot of couples that I think we always talk about the couples, not you and I, but I'm saying in media, we talk about the couples that aren't doing well or, you know, the ones that we should not want to be like, um, or yearn to be, you know, whatever, but for the ones that it just, to me, shows that true love does exist, and even if Keith and Ryan ever break up, that doesn't diminish what we see that they share now, um, so yeah, I mean, shout out to them, shout out, like you said, shout out to Black Love in the most simplest form, I just like to, I like to just see it, (laughs) <laughs> with the I amount do. of interracial and I'm all for it but you know we've already had that conversation but I love good black love which let me bring up this before we move on since we're just talking about couples and stuff um so I know you watched Hollywood what is it what was the show with Lisa Left Eye Lopez oh yeah that was good um, hopelessly um, in love that lifetime show they actually did that really well Hopelessly Pop. in love, I think Pop was the name lifetime. of it. Was that the name of it? Hopelessly in love. Um, girl, I want to say dangerously in love, but I know that's Beyonce. No, let me look. <laughs> I, I want to get it right. No, it's, it's like crazy in love. Damn, that's Beyonce too. <laughs> I'm like, dang, girl. Yeah, it's hopelessly in love. Okay, airs on Lifetime. Great show. To your point, beautifully done. It was good. From the people that they picked to speak on behalf of the story and the documentary. Um, I just loved it from beginning to end. I finished up the last girl. Remember I told you I had a little bit left. Girl, I had like yeah. 35 minutes left. I know. Cause when you told me you hadn't even heard the part where Suge Knight was in jail, I was like, okay. No, cause they spoke about, you got to remember though. You, cause you told me they spoke about Tupac at the end. They also spoke about Tupac in the beginning too. A little so, bit. They touched on it. Yeah. They touched on it. That's what I thought that you meant. I didn't know that oh, they went no. further. He so caught him in the car with him and all types of shit. Yeah. So that's why I was saying I was like, girl, I got I you know. But um but yeah, I finished it was so juicy, day. y'all. It was the real tea. It, it was, was the real, real tea. tea. Um I know me personally being that I've been in what I because I would definitely say uh Andre Ryzen and her relationship was very toxic. Um, but 
I also feel like they love the hell out of each other. Like they had that. Usually that love, that type of love is, you know, super, super high, super, super low, you know, high, super, super low. But I've been in a relationship like that. And so that's why I was like, dang, like, cause you know, I've done some fucked up shit to yeah. my, to an ex, yeah. like, you know, never burned up a house, but I can't promise you that if I had, if he had a house at the time, that shit wouldn't have been burned down. Well, what's so, interesting is I ha- I didn't realize that she had she had set a fire twice. Like that was the second fire. Yes, that was the so second. She didn't thing. think it was gonna go to that length because she had already set a fire and it was fine. So she just didn't think the house was gonna burn down because she was like, I did this shit what last month and it was cool <laughs> or whatever. Now, <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah, and I didn't realize that. Um, I like we just said I didn't realize she had dated Tupac. I did think it was kind of fucked up, though, that she was with Suge Knight, too. It (laughs) was, but you know what I want to say? A part of me doesn't believe that. Really? Yeah, because nobody else confirmed that. Only because he's, he, they interviewed Suge Knight when he went to jail. And he said nobody knew. But yeah, I was in an intimate relationship with Lisa. But everybody knew she moved in, though yeah but they made it seem like she moved in because she was doing her album yeah so she moved in there to just record and they were recording but did you peep that andre at the end when that came out he was like when i found out she was with suge i was done done like i was done out yes so i don't know if he knew you know. But see, he still don't even believe that she didn't have sex with Tupac. And when we, we don't know if she has sex with Tupac or not, but no, he doesn't believe that. He thinks she has sex with Tupac. Here's the thing that I always that I found to be interesting too that I wanted to bring up was on the um the documentary, like their relationship with Tupac, his her relationship with Tupac, and it was just like oh so close towards his last whatever. Girl, but he was Tupac. heavily involved with Kidada. Girl, and- Tupac was with everybody. I'm just like, how was this nigga? He was the dream man of the 90s. He was who? He was the dream man of the 90s. Like, everybody was in love with him. Like, Jada claimed she was in love with him. Jay, everybody. I'm just like, this nigga. was his quote-unquote girlfriend. Lisa was his quote-unquote soulmate. Left eye. So I'm just like. I was so baffled. I was like, this nigga had. I'm surprised nobody got pregnant by Tupac. Like, girl, I would have been in love with, with Tupac too. I'm in love with Tupac. Yes, I'm been in love with Tupac. I'm in love with him now after death. So what That's does what that say? Like, like, this what? man's energy. Like, Tupac's I'm energy convinced. is just his energy girl, is on some other shit. I'm convinced if I was live me now back then, I would have found my ass with Tupac in some degree. I don't give a damn and what's so crazy is that we were so young like we were only like nine years old girl we was damn babies but i remember it vividly like i remember when they announced he died i remember all of it i was in the car picking up my sister's boyfriend at the time well with my mama but (laughs) i know you're nine (laughs) years old now (laughs) yeah yeah we was parked outside girl we was parked outside and i remember they were just like oh my god oh my god tupac Shakur you know has been pronounced dead and because you know he didn't die right away like uh-uh, people thought, thought he was gonna make it after five days people thought 
shot like oh he's been shot before he's pulled through whatever whatever because you know they killed him in that hospital girl girl they took him out in that hospital I say I done did the research it's everyone said that they talked to Pac in that hospital that man was getting better like that man was getting after five days he was already out of the critical stage like girl girl I say this all the time this that told big Tupac all this shit can be a whole episode I'm I'm a, I'm starting a conspiracy podcast. I already done got my mind wrapped around it. I'm thinking of a name. I'll let y'all know, plug y'all in. So if you a conspiracy theorist like me, we're gonna get down to the get down, the nitty-gritty. And there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> and hop into these conspiracies. <laughs> Including my brother. My brother is one of the biggest conspiracy people ever. Like he just thinks that Oh yes. He just thinks everybody's trash though. Like he thinks everybody is trash. So do I. Yeah. Oh my God! He's like Black Panther, you know. Like so am I. Yeah, that's why I said you guys would be cute together. But girl, you know I think everybody's trash. But yeah, Biggie and Left Eye, or Biggie and Left Eye, Biggie and oh. Faith is up next. I said Biggie and Left Eye. What was you looked like? Oh shit! That's, oh my God! Damn, see, I didn't the, know. Oh shit! The nineties nah. were so lit. The nineties was just so lit. Nineties <laughs> were so lit. That's why we are nineties girls. Like we just live. Like I promise, my soul is the night. Marlon, my husband, he is fourteen years older than I am, and I'm proud of it. And he's like, he don't even know a lot of the songs that I know. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I know so and so, but damn how do you be knowing all these damn songs i'm like cuz oh like i'm rarely i'm always late on the new songs because i play all the old songs all the time like like the same like the brandies the the joes the donnell jones the keith sweat the gerald lavert like i can keep going i can go back to i like i stay in that era um and I come out of it, you know, I come out of it to get current, but I just, that music is timeless to me. It is, girl, it is. And the the feel of it, like, people were actually singing back then. Like, they, there wasn't any auto-tune like that. People were using real instruments. People knew how to play multiple instruments. Even if there was auto-tune, they were still c- killing that shit. Computer yeah, love? Are you kidding that's me? Too. Computer love? Music had a a a reason it had they a were reason. actually what I'm looking singing for. about something what they do now they just be singing just to sing about some shit because they high or drunk or whatever but my sister was saying that that's how it was back in the day too because like their her parent well her parents is my parents but parents back in the day was saying the same thing look at all these baggy clothes this is uh what are they saying on these radio you know what is, who is e40 who is what is he rapping about what is twisted what is you know what is that you yeah. know and they're absolutely correct because the, I mean, Motown, they was, they was really the truth, yep. you know? So yep. they're not lying. It's just yep. every year is progressively more watered down, more, you know, it's hard to keep coming up with original, meaningful content. Apparently so. Which Plus everybody's know? trash. So <laughs> how are you going to make a good song? You trash, you know, <sighs> but Speaking of songs and music, this goes into my next topic that I wanted to touch base with really quickly. So um, 
Roddy Rich. I don't know if you guys have heard about him. He's a new rapper. Um, my son is, loves him. He loves that song, The Box. Yes, The Box. That is one of my favorite songs right now. It's it's a nice song. Um, his album is pretty is pretty good too. So um, he has been at number one for a few weeks now. His album has been number one on the billboards and white people are not happy about it, okay? We had Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez both take to social media, um, basically just saying that, you know, this other artist, Roddy Rich, is, you know, taking the number one spot. And their albums, these specific albums are super meaningful, and they want everyone to go out and stream their albums, stream them as much as possible so that they can knock Roddy Rich um, off the number one spot. So Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez both went and made like Instagram lives about this, basically urging people to freaking knock Roddy Rich off of number one. So what does Roddy Rich go do? He goes to his Twitter account and he says, go stream Selena Gomez, (laughs) y'all. Go stream uh, Justin Bieber. So he, you know, he shows some class and he's like, I mean, if you guys want to knock me off number one, I will support your albums as well. And guess what? I'm still number one you know and he is his album's still number one and while they are so desperately trying to knock this new black artist now they both of those artists uh justin and selena gomez have been in the game for what a decade seven years at least right and this new black artist comes to get number one and y'all want to hop on social media and start begging people for streams right ridiculous honestly truly we always have to be and i hate that we always have to be you know the best like handle situations correctly or you know proudly and I know that a lot of times we can be ignorant as people um and you know so I applaud Roddy Rich for doing that because you know he could absolutely have been said nothing you know (laughs) you know he could have just you know let it be what it is because I don't really hear a lot of that happening from the other side like if somebody's number one and they're like hey you know give give go vote for da, 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 da. like it's you know so shout out to Roddy Rich for you know for being that person that's like you yeah. know what I'm not a hater <laughs> that's the yeah. one thing I'm not I'm not a hater you know I'm yeah. what's for me is for me what's for yeah. you is for you and yeah. shout out to that mentality because if we all thought like that we really would not be having no arguments like this any or just this discussions about this um yeah. what's for you can't nobody take away yeah, and the fact they would people really do go out of their way to bring somebody else down. That's what really just blows my mind because these these aren't Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber are uber popular celebrities. They don't just hop on Instagram live. Like right. they don't do that often. So the right. fact they did that, that's why it made headlines. That's why it was all over the blogs because it's like y'all are so fucking pressed. You know what I'm saying? To literally say this man's name and say, Oh, we're trying to knock him off the number one spot, like Show some right. class, okay? Right. First right. of all, I agree. But girl, agree. they don't want black people to do shit. <laughs> well, we're not. I mean, we were the, you know, we're constantly on the toting on the bottom of the toting pole, and we, I feel like we have to just do so much to just get even, you know. <laughs> and even though our work speaks for itself, it's great. It's this. It's this. Girl. But we have to continue to figure shit out. Like what the fuck. But, you know, it is what it is. If once, once you know the game you're playing, it really shouldn't be a surprise. I'm not saying shit shouldn't still hurt and be like, what the yeah. fuck? 
but it's if you still the game, hurt, the game is not meant for us to even fucking play mm-hmm. you know it's like it's sad though that's why black people have so much shit going on like mental issues aggression all this shit people just want to you know put black people under stereotypes and it's like nobody stops to think about the shit black people have to endure day in and day out and we can't say shit about it we can't vent about it we can't do nothing about it like i feel a certain way because i'm in an environment personally where i feel like i'm not appreciated i feel like i'm overlooked i feel like I'm just invisible basically or the help you know what I'm saying and it's like I can't express that or that would make me in an even worse position so I just internalize everything I'm feeling and it's like I'd be damn near feeling like I'm gonna go crazy by the end of the week so imagine other people who are going through similar circumstances or worse and they can't express it because nobody really has black people's back in corporate America or whatever it could be your freaking kids daycare that you're dealing with some bullshit it's anywhere you go the grocery store just all types of shit sometimes you just have to deal with and keep it moving and sometimes we just don't know how to like process that shit right so agreed agree no i mean i get it though no i mean i get it though hurt people hurt people you know what i'm saying like it's just always deeper levels to situations and people are just so fucking surface most of the time Mm -hmm. so Mm-hmm. I agree. People project what they're going through, you know, is what I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand a lot. I don't understand why people follow people who they don't like. Girl, say it again. And that's the simplest form. Of, say it again. <laughs> I don't understand why people follow people who they do not like. Like, if you don't like or support what I'm doing, why then do you go and still follow me and keep up with me and what I'm doing? You're not going to do that in real life. I mean, you know, if you really dislike somebody, they beat up your brother, you know, are you going to sit up here and you may follow them to beat them up, but I'm saying, are you going to keep tabs on them? Check in, check out, check in. No, you're like, fuck that nigga. Like what the fuck? I don't give a, don't even bring his name up around me, bruh. You know, like, but these people really take time to create, fake pages to talk shit to follow you to you know it's like this I get it social media us putting ourselves out there and celebrities and regular people you put yourself out there but at the same time why do you follow people you don't like and I feel as though there's something systemically going on with the brain that's like you know, because before, if you didn't like somebody, it's kind of like, like I just mentioned, you don't follow them. You don't, you don't really know a lot about them. You got to kind of keep tabs from other people, where they be at, where they hang around, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But now with social media, it's like this public free reign access. But that does not give you the right to follow, continue to follow me and to continue to place judgment or whatever it is that you want to do from a fake page and say whatever you want to say why do people do that like or even if it's your real page you can like you know we talking about about to say something it could be you know you see something but if you feel some type of way about me what like y'all unfortunately i don't follow anybody i don't like on social media i'm gonna be honest with you i don't follow nobody i do not like unfortunately y'all there are some fake troll accounts 
that have been harassing our page, okay? <laughs> and um, it's sad. It's very it, sad. It, it's truly sad. But what I can say about this, and, you know, this goes for people who follow you and they don't like any of your shit or they, they secretly don't really fuck with you, but they still follow you. That's just, to me, that's more so jealousy than hate. okay and and jealousy is shout out to drake jealousy is just love and hate at the same time and where you're just confused and you don't know what to do with it and it's conflicting emotions and i feel like that's the majority of what's happening out here a lot of people especially because social media makes everything we do so um transparent everyone knows what's going on in people's lives so naturally people are going to compare what one person has going on in their life to where they are in their lives so if you're not secure enough with where you are in your life a lot of things you see could hurt you it could make you feel insecure it could make you feel belittled it could make you feel all types of shit you could feel like a person is trying to show off or gloat because they got a promotion and went on vacation and now they're snapping everything up. And now you feel like they're trying to show off and make you feel like shit because you clocking into a minimum wage job. And that's just your mind playing. That's your mind playing tricks on you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta, I follow a lot of people who are doing a lot better than me. That's because that's the energy that inspires me. I'm a person. I don't get jealous by success i get motivated by success so if you don't know how to look at that shit you need to take your ass up off of social media or just don't follow nobody even allowed to have a social media account by all means create all the fake pages you want to baby and i hope that you are following people who inspire you instead of me in my page who clearly doesn't inspire you but to post hateful shit behind a fake page like come on like it's 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 sick it's sad and you know it's i hope people just get better because i'm just pray for everybody i'm not even personal it's not even personal it's 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 a bigger issue within self and like you said a lot of it has to do with jealousy envy comparison all these different things that are internally your confusing for you but you gotta sort that out baby because guess what my life is going on your life is going on and like we posted the other day i promise you every time you see me i'm gonna be doing better than last time you saw me i promise you girl that's just facts you know and that's just because that's what i choose to believe that's how i choose to live my life intentionally I'm always striving to do better. And it's just like, that's what people just need to realize. Like if you want the things that you see other people doing, then maybe instead of being jealous and putting those people down and hating on them, maybe you need to try to figure out what got them there. What motivated them? What tips, what trades, what tools? Like 2020 is about you getting your shit together. (laughs) Like for real, stop worrying about what the next person next to you is doing because everybody has their own journey. That's all I got to say. And, and social media is not meant for everybody. And that's what I'm also learning. Like, it's just not. Some people are, are not strong enough for it. Some people will be distracted by it and waste hours of their lives just following other people's lives and not getting shit done. Some people could be motivated by it. Some people could use it as a business. It's what you make it to be. So that's all I got to say. People got to stop all these excuses. Like, social media is ruining everything. Social media can be amazing. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Just don't hate. Don't follow people you do not like. 
it is a waste of time you will never get back and it i don't know how people do that construct i I mean it's the most confusing thing to me ever like what i can say is that i have been blocking people left and right i posted that meme and that wasn't just a meme because i've been living my life like that so you come at me with some fuck shit say some sideways (laughs) shit block um post some subliminal shit that blatantly is about me block okay i'm not i'm not playing with nobody (laughs) there's nobody getting on my nerve this year year. girl there's no second on my nerve this year because you're dealing with your own insecurities and that is not a me problem that is a you problem you gotta work that shit out baby ain't no second chances that's all i ain't no second chances right here uh not this year okay never so i do want to slide into black excellence i ain't really got no more tea this week unless you got something Mm-mm, pretty much done so okay well i just want to shout out miss beyonce for her ivy park drop she I want it too all her looks are fine i think it's amazing the way she dropped this the marketing for it um sending all the items to everyone she's really using social media really well and her collaboration with adidas um that's huge too so shout out to her get your bag sis get your get bag. your bag i do want to also mention i'm gonna say what a lot of people are scared to say okay y'all beyonce clearly has gotten some enhancements on her body okay obviously obviously <laughs> okay i love beyonce there's nothing wrong with that but she still looks great i hadn't really seen a whole i honestly it's like blatantly obvious <laughs> like i wouldn't even know because i literally i mean if you do like a side by side then i'd be like okay it's but blatant. I, I mean i get it i hear you but it's huge no nope. her ass is huge and it's not even the it's not even how big it is it's the shape like because of course people gain weight their ass gets bigger but she has a whole different shape like she has the shape now of the donkey ass that sits on your back oh she got a donkey ass like kim k i mean it, no it looks way better than kim k let me stop because beyonce is like toned a little bit more toned but it's just like she didn't need that. She really did not need that. Mm. I'm sorry. Ooh. I don't know. To me, it's blatantly obvious because I binge watch um, uh, plastic surgery vlogs and mm-hmm. Brazilian butt, butt lift vlogs. And mm-hmm. you can clearly see the shape. All these doctors have the same shape that they give these people. Like, it's the same shape. It's like literally a replica shape that they just throw on everybody. Beyonce mm-hmm. used to have like a silhouette, like a hourglass shape like she used to have curt like an hourglass now it's like like parentheses like protruding <laughs> Whitney oh my gosh what? why do I put you you said parentheses girl ass on parentheses girl let me just get an ass at this point child I'm build what I got Marlon be like, ooh, just your ass getting fat. I'm like, ooh, thank you, baby. So I want to just bring back Snowfall because we talked about it from the sidelines and you got me on the show as well as everybody else. So shout out to those who have referred Snowfall to me. I did finally finish season three. I really finished it within two days. Yep. 
<laughs> so um, the show is just—it's just the amazing best show I've seen in a very long time. It's so good. And this is what I was speaking to, and I think both of us were speaking to when we were saying the whole Tyler Perry thing as far as including more writers and just there being a difference in like good, good characters, good writing, good stage, good, all of that, all of the, all of the ingredients that make a show like Snowfall. You really need the diversity of other people. You need the inclusion of other people because- you know, you just see the product in a different way. And it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Like I fell in love with Jerome, fine ass. I fell in (laughs) love with, um, uh, obviously I'm in love with Franklin. Just I love Franklin. Franklin. I love, love I love Leon. I love Leon. Love Leon. Love the girl Wanda. Hell, yeah. kudos to Wanda playing that yeah. crackhead. I mean, seeing yeah. how her story developed into who she was in season three. Yeah, she did that. It's some amazing acting so far. She did great. All of, I mean, everybody. Storyline. The storyline was just on point. Like that's what I'm saying. The story. Mm. That's what I meant to say. The storylines and how it develops, and you can even see, even though John Singleton, I believe, died what in season two at some point, or what? No. So he died toward he. That's that's why I'm a little bit nervous, girl, because he died at the end of season three. So they actually had a tribute to him. Oh. If you peep the last episode, which the last episode was very, uh, it was different because they did like a um. I meant to text you. Yeah, yeah. So it so the first 30 minutes of that last episode was like an alternate reality. And I had to um look at the review for it. I actually had to watch it twice and then I looked at the review and I was like, okay, I see what they're going what they're going with this. So basically the last episode was an alternate reality, basically just suggesting that Franklin, no matter what option he would have chose, he still would have been dealing with the same things. That guy still would have got shot in front of him. Um, yeah. He still would end up selling drugs some way, somehow. Even if he tried to go to school, he would have still got kicked out of school. Like, it was basically an alternate reality saying that, like, you, th- uh, to me, I think what they were trying to do- go with it is give a reason to not vilify him as much. Because, honestly, we we love these people, but they're drug dealers. They're drug dealers who it kill people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So they, yes. the character development yes. is so strong that y'all got us loving yes. drug dealers who murder people. Yes. and the background of that like last episode was just to show that like they were just they were just a product of their of their circumstances product of their environment so like no matter what they wanted to do even if they wanted to go down the right path they still would have ended up in some fucked up shit and so it was just like i'm i'm gonna make money because either way it goes i'm fucked the system has me fucked so, it, I mean, it was a thought-provoking episode, but if you peep the last episode, they did do a tribute to John Singleton, and they um, showed him, which was actually his son who was playing him, and he was shooting boys in the hood. So if you saw that scene when Franklin comes over to Leon's house and they go outside and Leon's bitching about his baby mama, you'll see, um, they was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm shooting a movie. And it was like, ain't nobody shooting a movie in the hood. And it, and it was John Singleton. Um, son and he was playing him shooting boys in the hood so that was their tribute to him after he had passed away so he dies somewhere in season three and they dedicated that last episode to him so this new season coming up season four this is gonna be the first full season of him not being on the show so 
you know, it's up in the air. We don't know if it's going to be good or. I'm what. hoping though that, and I would think that as like a writer, creator, creative, all that kind of stuff that I would have when I go into creating a story, I have this vision of the beginning and how I want it to end. So I'm hoping that mm. he would have Maybe shared, already shared that shared at the end of the mm-hmm. day, like kind of like at the end of the day, this is where we need to be. And then within this in season three, we need to be building season four or maybe in season two, we already thought we already had season three. We're building season. So I'm hoping that there was still some conversations while he was alive that they can kind of extend from. Because yeah. I've even heard, uh, I've, he- I've heard uh, Issa say, Issa Rae say with Insecure, she's like, this is not going to be no eight, nine season show. She was like, I have a... Oh yeah, she already eight. said she knows how it's going to end and everything. Yeah, she was just like, I know how it's going to But she also, but I heard her say this isn't going to be one of those season, uh, shows where it's going to go on forever. No. Like, I'm just saying, like, I wonder if as creatives, you, you know, developing, you, 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 you're ahead of the game just naturally with your writing. So I'm hoping for the show's sake, because I would hate for them have to build something from scratch and make it something that they want to. Because yeah. we all know, Lord Jesus, again, yeah. you can give well, somebody the recipe and they fuck it up. I know, right? Word on the street, though, is that Franklin's character is based on this big-time drug dealer, a real-life drug dealer who was responsible for like bringing a lot of crack into LA in the 80s. So... He actually done a lot of interviews and he basically bashed John Singleton because he said that that shit's about him and he didn't get paid for it. Like it's literally his life. A lot of the things that happen are literally his life. And um, he ended up going to jail for like 15 or 10 years or something. He was supposed to get life or something, but somehow got out. And I think that's because he's associated with the government in some way. I don't know. They got him out, girl, just like how they got Franklin out in Snowfall. So who knows they probably already have like you said an ending because it's already based on something real it's based on a real life yeah person. yeah you know? so i'm just a real life can... event time correct. frame you know we all know what happened with crack so it's like correct how could you really fuck it up but <laughs> but people find ways to fuck shit up you know they just find ways power they Girl, find they don't fuck the ways power. to fuck shit up i can't believe they fucked up power like this i just can't i i cannot that pause episode, I literally, I missed half the day. Like, I didn't watch it. I started watching it probably like 15 minutes in. I was like, oh, no, I can't even. I can't even get into it. Like, I would have loved to continue. I couldn't, I couldn't get oh, into it. Oh, see, I can't even be like you. Like, if I'm, if I have committed to a series, and I'm, especially if I'm towards the end, I got to see how it, ha- how it ends. I mean, I, I can watch, jump well, ship. I couldn't finish watching that episode because I sensed that it was about the sister the whole way through, whether it was, you you need to go back and watch it because there is some important shit about Tommy, which clearly ties into next episode because they leaked the episode and it's about Tommy. I put it on our story. (laughs) So did you see when Paz went to Tommy's house? Uh Uh-uh. I didn't, yeah, so I'm you need to you need to at least see the part when she goes to Tasha and Tommy because those that was the two best parts of the whole long ass hour episode was when Tasha and Tommy was in the in the scenes because I'm like we don't care about you pause like we we barely shit I barely cared about Angela I'm just gonna keep it 100 I didn't care about Angela like that so I damn sure don't care about Angela's sister like what what's going on here and her dumb ass she's a oh my gosh I'm just 
I hate her. She she's probably like my least favorite character whole show. Whole show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell us how you really feel, Whitney. I feel like they're they're messing it up. People are hyping up this next episode because it got leaked. So it's finally gonna show who shot Ghost, apparently. But it may that, or may not though. It may or it may not, but we did see a scene. Spoiler alert. If you go right now and look up power leaked episode you'll see a scene where tommy is holding ghost as he gets shot it looks just like when ghost was holding angela when she got shot so it's the same exact thing except ghost is dying in tommy's arms and tommy's like looking enraged like he was gonna kill whoever killed ghost and ghost was like tommy 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 let her go let her go so my thing is who would he be saying that about Angela's already dead, so who else does he even care about enough to say that? Not Ramona. <laughs> so it gotta be Tasha. I just feel like Tasha had to shoot him. I feel like it's Tariq and Tasha. Uh, Tasha. Both of them. Because my homegirl even put me up on game she, with Tariq, because I thought it was Tasha. Tariq, in the scene where Ghost and Tariq were, when Ghost had told Tariq, you need to turn yourself in. And Tariq oh, was yeah. like, are you serious? And he was like, yeah. yeah. He and gave him two opportunities, too. He gave he was him like, two opportunities. So you really want me to turn myself in? Okay. He gave him two opportunities. And then he, he said, asked him about the time where he had to kill his friend because his friend betrayed him. And he said, I didn't want to kill. I didn't want to kill, dude. That was my family. That was my friend. But he betrayed me. He betrayed the family. So he had to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is foreshadowing what Tariq about to do to your ass. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Oh, that's good. now, and that would be juicy because for me, power needs to end on a juicy ass note. We need juice. But if they want people like, to watch this power book too, girl, like, like what is this? What is this power book too? I don't know. I just hate when people redo shit. It don't ever be just yeah. the original. It My thing is, don't. why are y'all focusing on number two? Y'all haven't even wrapped up number one. That's this is when you start to fuck up. When you are just, you moving too fast. They fucked up last season to me. They fucked up last season. Like, last season could have been the last season. Like, they could have really did some stuff in last season to really make it a big No, because we had to see whether or not Angela died. We had to. No, I'm talking about, so not that season. I'm talking about. That was last season. This season, before Uh these five episodes have been airing, that they could have just built all of this in shorter time if they would have wrapped it up after Keisha after what's name shot Keisha they should have wrapped it up like they should have did something where it was just like action-packed 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 for now boom boom (laughs) I just feel like they've drawn it out though I feel like they're drawing drawing it like we don't need all this information we don't drop the ball girl we don't need all this shit this is like to make a long story short get to the point (laughs) and it's just very unbelievable it's yeah. it's just gotten so unbelievable now. Like yeah. you're gonna tell me Dre Dre escaped two armed police officers, federal agents, because he said right. he had to pee behind a building at nighttime right. by himself. Girl, that was okay, funny. that's what we doing now. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they're just and yeah, you're right. It's just and it feels just empty. Nobody's even on the show. Like this is weird. It's yeah, they fucked weird. up when they like left ghost off most of the sh- the episodes like what are y'all doing 
the like, whole story is about ghosts, and now we're not seeing ghosts like for five episodes. And I miss seeing his <laughs> fun ass because that was part of the reason why I was watching. I mean, if ghosts At wasn't first, that motherfucker, I'm not watching it. Girl, like, he was the main one that everyone first was like, oh, okay, we know him. Like, let's watch him. Let's watch the fuck out of him and who he's been a bang because those sex scenes whoo i could relate yeah those were good sex scenes but shit we ain't had a sex scene in two seasons we ain't had a scene that's what i'm saying for me i've been <laughs> for you it went out the door when the sex went out the door so it went power. out the door <laughs> when angela died because they the ain't been fucking they're not no they're not doing no fucking and I'm just shout out right motherfucking now when he had her ass on that damn table and ripped her underwear. He was like, are these expensive? And she was like, very. And he ripped them. I was like, oh shit. And started nailing her. I was like, oh my God, this brings up too many memories of me and my ex. Oh God. Okay. Courtney Kemp, you lost the female population. Okay. I'm like, I love to see ghost fuck like his, ooh, his fine ass. But yeah, him and I ain't gonna lie, hate Angela all you want to, but them sex scenes, girl, was The fire. sex scenes was fire. They were, they were on fire. They were Fire. Good. But I hated Angela. She was fucking annoying. This bitch always wanted to play the victim, but yet you want to get involved in everything. You knew what the fuck was going on. Yep. You knew you was fucking a drug dealer. How? A married one? That whole mentality of going to change for me. Jamie, my job is my life, Jamie. No, it's not. The dick's your life because you let the dick ruin your whole life. (laughs) Well, I can't, I can relate. So anyways, anyway, um, power fucked up. I'm just over it. Um, Housewives of Atlanta. We finally got to see the Snake Gate episode. We finally got to see the fake ass blow up with Nene and everybody. And oh my gosh. I can't. Ivana (laughs) needs to go. Ivana just needs to be canceled all the way. I'm so sick of Ivana, Ivana, whatever her name is. Please take her out. Um, Nene, I am still. (laughs) So you want to tea? Please tell me. I know we passed the tea section, but the word on the street for those who watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, this is what the blogs are saying. The tea is that Nene is in cahoots with Yavana. Okay. She basically came to Bravo production with this whole snake gate storyline. Yavana was supposed to be the fallen person who takes the blame for this. And that's why she kept coming up to Yavana like, okay, it's time for you to tell them. It's time for you to tell them what, what you did. And Yovana's like, what? What, Nini? What? Uh, tell them what? Fuck your man. That's what it is. Worry about your man. So if you could tell that Nini and Yovana had something between them and Marlo that they weren't saying, and it's not about no damn recording because where's the recording? If there was truly a recording, you know we would have heard the recording. So basically, it's a forced fake storyline. And that's why Yovana is coming into the clique this season, because her role was to be the snake and to admit that. And that was supposed to bring her on for a few episodes, get a few checks, and it was supposed to elevate Nini's storyline as well. Nini doesn't have any storyline right now. That part. And Greg doesn't, doesn't want have any, to I mean, think about it. She doesn't Greg. have any storyline. The makeups, like the... Um, She's a part-time what did she co- call it host the, or whatever. She called the, what does she call it? The, um, 
something about the apology tour or something. But my thing is with, she started from the least worried one, Eva. Like she started from the most sensitive up to the worst. My thing is Eva, I don't think gave a damn. Like regardless, I didn't really care if they made up. Like it's kind of pointless. Like, we huh? care about Eva, but not in this... Con- Eva not meant for this show. I no, like Eva, Eva, but not for Eva. this. I love, love Eva on America's Next Top Model. Favorite. Love her for America's Next Top Model and giving that great advice and that great strut. You do you, boo. But, but she's yeah. not for this. She can't hold her own on this show. She They all up in her business, her finances, her house, her housing and shit. And she's not ready for it. No. She got to just... Mm-mm. Kenya, I want her to simmer down. She can go to oh, real. Kenya can um, go. Kenya, Kenya needs go to, to simmer down. And I, what I'm, what I'm, what I don't like, and well, I shouldn't even say don't like because I really don't give a fuck. But what I peeped was she is one to give the most shade always. But this season, she's, she's try been. To. Hold on, she's been disclaiming the fact. So she'll throw out shade like, oh, I just blah, blah, blah. But I can't say anything because, you know, hell, I'm going through my own shit with my own marriage. Bitch, duh. You know, because you're basically trying to take the words out of our mouth. So that way, when the reunion come up and people are like, Kenya, why did you feel the need to say that? And when you're going through your, well, I did say that. No, bitch, shut the fuck up. You can't say shit <laughs> because you are in a whole marriage. That is a whole fucking lie. <laughs> and went all the way off on Kenya. Yeah. We see it. This man has taken up for Nini, who is your nemesis, your enemy, and he treats you like shit in front of camera. Like, my thing is, babe, if I bring you on camera, I need you to be nice to me. I need you to make it seem like everything's going great. Like, he treats you like he, you're not even there. Like, y'all sleep in the bed with the baby in the middle. He wants to go on nothing but vacations with you. He don't even barely be there. He lives across the country. He don't be there. He don't be there. He don't come to your defense. Like he lives uh, in New York with his other two kids. Not not with y'all in Atlanta. That says enough for me. And what's interesting <laughs> to me is that Kenya has the biggest bite. Ooh, I'm gonna say something. Kenya has the biggest bite or bark, but she don't bite at her husband who needs it. Because my thing is, if Kenya's this alpha male, like she likes to call herself, I'm with an alpha male and I'm an alpha female. I'm sorry, she was said she was alpha female. Then, yes, there is one person that should be, you know, whatever, the head. But my thing is, why you don't give your man the same backlash you be giving to these bitches? Because you know why? He ain't finna put up with that shit. And no, the same no. thing goes for talking. women who are in marriages and relationships where you are being done wrong time and time and time and time and time again, but you want to sit up here and go off on everybody else, but you don't go off on the main one who's causing this bullshit. Girl, she don't want that man to start talking about what this really is, which is an arrangement. (laughs) Okay. You can't piss that man off too much because he going to go talking about this arrangement. He don't care. This is clearly an arrangement. He don't give a shit. I'm just saying, like, I can't say that he don't care about her or whatever, but I'm just saying he don't, he don't give a damn, it seems like, about none of this shit. Girl, he fulfilled his contractual obligation, which was probably to be married a year and produce a baby. And I'm happy that she got her baby because she's been wanting the baby and the family and all that stuff, but this is a constant reminder that for those of you who are in relationships or who get married for 
one particular thing, it's like you really have to be specific in what you want in your partner. Because if you're like, God, just send me somebody to give me a baby. Send me somebody who I can, who wants to marry me. Okay. He's going to say, all right, I'm going to give you somebody who want to get married and I'm going to give you a baby. But you got to be specific. That's what I learned about my own prayers in my life. It's like, I'm intentional. No, I want this. I want to be able to do this. Like if I ask for a guy with money and that's the only thing I say, God's like, all right, I'll give you a guy with money, but this is all he going to have is money. So I feel like Kenya just sacrificed her, you know, her happiness because she's not happy. She's the, that woman is not happy. Girl, she needs help. She needs to get She's out miserable. of this show. Baby is her saving grace. And with Portia, I didn't even really see that whole it's thing. It's not going to be did. her saving grace if she's on this show doing dumb shit. You don't think so? No, she got to go. Like you said, she's not. She's clearly unhappy. You know what I'm saying? I think that they should go ahead and shit, give Tanya a peach. What's her name? Tonya? Tanya? I don't know. Yeah, Tanya. Like I like, I like her. her. At least her energy is, is good. Okay. Her energy is authentic. And My she... thing is every time Kenya gets an opportunity to talk shit about Tanya, her little jealousy comes out and she starts mimicking her voice and all this. Like, what the fuck did Tanya do to you? And you keep imitating her bullied. like over and over and over again. Like it's old. Girl, Let it go. She is a bully. She's such a bully. And it's like, be honest. You deliberately tried to ruin Cynthia's, uh, Cynthia's surprise about her proposal, clearly. And then you lied about it and said, oh, well, I had a feeling. Bitch, Candy texted you and told you what was happening, so you didn't just have a feeling. I'm really sad. I'll tell you something. I'm really sad because regardless of the show, I know the relationship that Cynthia and Nene had was real. Like, I could feel that their relationship was real. And I feel like what needs to happen with them is there's been so much dirty shit been said on both sides, right? There's been shade given here, shade given there. I feel like they both just need to have a private conversation with one another and they just need to be like, you know what? Fuck everything that was said. Let's just move forward. Like, no, because no, I do. Nene done said shit about her over and over and over again. And when Cynthia, when Cynthia finally says something back, this isn't the first, second, or third time Nene and Cynthia done fell out. And Cynthia's always the quiet, meek one. She never says anything. She never wants to piss Nene off. And when she finally opened her mouth about Nene, Nene, oh, you see? Well, she's talking about me. Yeah, after years of you talking shit about her. You talked about her fucking getting engaged. You talked about all this. She's insecure. She's that. She's the third. All Cynthia did was defend herself. Engaged to who, Mike or to Peter? To Mike. She talked about her being engaged to Mike. She said, what she said about her relationship? She said, um, desperate and, um, whatever else she said that was real disrespectful about their relationship. Nene was running her damn mouth and Cynthia finally responded. She didn't even want to say nothing back. And she finally said something back. Cynthia, go live your life in drama free life with your husband. That's what I'm going to say. I love her and Mike together, by the way. Yeah. I feel like she got a good one with him. She does. She does. He value he values her. Yep, yep. So that's the end of that. I think there's only one thing that Bravo producers can do to bring this back to revive this show. They know what it is. They got about. They got to do it. They got to bite the bullet and do it. They got to bring Phaedra back. 
They have to. I miss Phaedra and be honest. They yeah, gotta bring Phaedra back. Tea because Apollo was out. And there's and, gonna be such a buildup of the ladies being around Phaedra again. How's Candy gonna oh, act? How's Portia gonna act? What's Portia, freaking frack, you know? That's um, the only thing they could do to really come back with a comeback. Because I know their ratings dropped this season. I know they did, because they've been having the highest level of ratings for years. Then I said the same thing to my homegirl. I was like, I know their ratings have dropped, because this right here feels just tragic. Like, I almost feel tragic. bad for watching it. Like, kind of how I do Power. It's like, yeah. I was like, damn, I was like, Power's back on? When they Girl, come back? I'm obligated. Like, I just feel like, sorry. Yeah. I feel like, oh, like, I, and I watch it because <laughs> I've been watching oh. it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, I just watch it just because yep. I've been watching it. But yep. I, it, it's, it is painful. Like, I find myself just doing other things, being in my phone, doing things other than watching the show. Girl. Yep. So, so yeah. that's our faves, our fave shows. Yeah. Um, the shy is coming back too, and I'm not excited because I don't know what's happening because all the characters are gone. So yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I think watch, it starts um, next month. I did watch a few episodes of Trap Queens. Okay, which one did you watch? Uh, the first two. So the tax kid- fraud or the real estate fraud? Tax, real estate fraud. I wanted you to watch the real estate fraud one. I was like, this is crazy. The real estate fraud I watched, and then I watched Big 50, the one with the big titties, dark skin. Oh, oh. She was no joke. Girl, I was like, ooh. But the (laughs) real estate chick, girl, I'm like, this is motherfucking savvy. But this is the thing thing that I didn't understand was these people had like big breaks like the first scheme slap on the wrist yeah the second scheme six months probation and or two years probation oh yeah that was only like one girl i think the The third see i have i've only watched two episodes the third scheme of this one person of course she gonna get like nine years but what or 12 years but what i'm saying is like these people have had legitimate or this person has had legitimate breaks even big 50 she had some breaks and she was like shit her attorney was like i have never seen somebody so eager to take a plea deal like she didn't want to fight for lesser time or because she knew she wasn't gonna snitch that's all that was it was like are you gonna snitch for a deal i'm not so let's get it popping yeah she was just like let's give it to me give it to me straight what i got what i'm dealing with and i was just but that's definitely what i'm gonna say since you've only watched two episodes that's definitely in the minority because most of these women who are all predominantly black women they're sentencing because some of these black women had these elaborate scams to make millions of dollars with um white people who were bankers and who like that that was their plug so when they got caught so did the bankers so did the real estate people so a lot of these people their co-defendants white males they got about half the time of the black females and what the judge would say to them was well why didn't you do this uh how dare you why didn't you do this in your in your neighborhood in in compton or you know in orange new jersey whatever basically why are you doing these elaborate white collar schemes and you're from the hood so because of that they penalize the black people more and their white counterparts got like half the time so that's just how fucked up our legal system is but it's a fascinating watch Y'all can watch it on BET. 
it's American gangster trapped Queens. And it's just about a bunch of female scammers and drug dealers, but very good. It was good. I'll have to catch up on the other episodes, but I was like, oh shit, these bitches out here doing some shit. Like, I mean, they're making millions. And I know scammers right now. Like, I know this is happening, especially the tax scam. I know a few scammers who. I would be uh, terrified. They got credit card scams going on. They have phone scams, tax scams. And these people, like, they're living big, living. I would be terrified. Well. I'm so scared of jail. Like, it's ridiculous. Living well. Or fed federal, or I'm scared of like the real big one, prison. Prison, jail. I think I could. Depending on, it may be worse. I mean, they were making millions like every two weeks. But but some of them could have got out. They were greedy. I would have got out. Well, that's what I'm saying, and that's what I was saying. It's like, yeah, yeah. Because some of them. No, what I was gonna say was from the two that I saw, both of them both said. They were like, I constantly was having to watch behind my back. Like, I never got good sleep. Like, I was living this lifestyle, living this. Like, I was doing this, doing this. I had the kids and my da-da-da-da. But I was constantly nervous. Like, that's why when real estate, she was like, when I got to jail, she was like, shit, I felt like, like, okay, Mm -hmm. like, this is me. You know, because you're constantly, like, even Franklin, if we're talking about just the game, I'm like, these people get into, and I'm not saying everybody, it's, but I'm you saying get too deep. People, it's greed. It's greed that takes you out. Because even with the real estate uh, person, the police officer was like, has she just exactly a small yeah. amount of houses? And say that. Yep. if she paid the mortgages on those small houses, it never would have blown up. The, she got into trouble because she got so many houses. She couldn't afford to keep paying I did all the mortgages. That. I peeped that. So they said it was a sophisticated a few houses. Scene. They said it was this very sophisticated scheme, meaning a very pretty good ass one. Smart. And she did. She said, had she got, had she not been greedy and she just did a few, she would have been good. Straight. But I mean, she didn't really say that, but she said that. But yeah, yeah she was like, where it went tragic was she just started doing you too get much. You get addicted to that fast money. That's my thing is too, before, and I know it's getting long, but my thing is too, I, when I make money, the whole goal of me to make money is to enjoy it. You know, like I want to enjoy the resources. I want to take, I never really see a lot of people or some people do that. Like they kind of stay in their circle. No, 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 no. I know people go and to do this, this. They was living their best lives on this show. (laughs) The majority of them, they got new bodies. They got new cars every week. They was buying out businesses. Oh my god, I can't. I love that show. That's a really good show. I hope it gets renewed. That was all the tea I have. I do have a listener letter. So, you guys, if you want us to read your letters, make sure you DM us at BCT Podcast on Instagram, okay? So it says... Hey y'all, my boyfriend James is 46 years old and he has a 21-year-old daughter. Her, his daughter's name is Courtney and she is currently in beauty school. Her dad paid for her tuition, her housing, a Range Rover, insurance. He gives her a weekly allowance plus a cell phone. She is about to finish school, move back home, and she says she really doesn't actually want to do hair anymore. She says that ever since um, she started working in her day-to-day life, um, it's just not what her passions lie. 
Okay. The other day she asked for James, her father, to buy her $300 makeup kit because now she's more interested in makeup instead of hair. So she's, he says that James gives, James gave her $300 for her makeup kit. He usually gives me $120 weekly allowance plus cash if I want to go shopping or do things on my own. Well, ever since he started to support his daughter's new hobby, he says that he needs to budget more and doesn't want to give me my weekly allowance of $120. We've been living together for two years. I moved out prior and he told me to move back in and he would help support me financially. Now I feel like his daughter has come in the picture and ruined our plans. What should I do? Well, I mean, you can't. <laughs> Not a weekly <laughs> allowance. I ain't never had no damn weekly allowance. Well, it's a new day. I mean, my son, he gets a, he's 11. He gets a bi-weekly allowance. But what we So done, she's a grown-ass man. I mean, she's a grown-ass grown woman. woman. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know about this one. Um, I think a conversation should be had about, I think my first question would be, did you know that they had this kind of relationship before, you know? Clearly me, James is pretty wealthy because, you know, his daughter drives a Range Rover. Yeah. He pays for so, everything. And then again, what I've learned as I have gotten older is you, people really can't be telling people what to do with their kids. I mean, you know, like you can give all the advice that's warranted, like, hey, how do you think I should handle this situation? Like, blah, blah, blah. But if people have been doing a process for a long time, or they feel like this is what's in the best interest for me and my situation, and then here you come along and you're coming into it, Mm -hmm. I pretty much stay clear from that because, or my advice would be to kind of stay out of it and just let it play out how it plays out. Because at the end of the day, that is his daughter. And I know you're looking out for the best interest of parties. However, that's still his daughter. Right. And she's grown. So I'm thinking that this girl is young because even to have a weekly allowance of a hundred and twenty. Like what is any what what is any real grown woman doing one hundred twenty dollars a week? Like you can't pay no bills or nothing. Like she has to be young. Girl, that's gas for a ring. You know what I'm saying? Like what the <laughs> fuck? I mean, my, hell, my shit takes like sixty a week, and I'm in a Mer- like a Mercedes. So you know, not a truck. And so with that being said, yeah, like I just that's feel like you you just have to just take it for what it is. Stay out mm-hmm. of it. Stay clear from it. Have your opinion. Vent to your girlfriends. Vent in the group chat. And let it be that. That's my personal opinion. I would just stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like if you're going to date an older man like that, you should just be prepared for yeah his shit, his kids, his Correct. damn grandkids, anybody. Just you don't anybody. know who That's is his life at that point. Like this man is a patriarch. So it's just like um, either get with it or, you know, get with somebody else who may be in the same phase of life as you. And a lot of time, older men are set in their ways as well. A lot of time, older people are set in their ways. Yeah. And people don't like change. You got some people that welcome change, but overall people, a lot of people don't like change for the most part. Like, you know, you kind of, especially as you grow older and you start to be doing things the way that you know, and not to mention, let it be known that if the way that you're doing something and it's worked for you 
and a year you come into my life and you're telling me to change some shit up and it's been working for me, I'm gonna be like, fuck you. So, you know, I don't know. I just say stay clear from it, child. You just gotta know what that type of situation comes with. Know your role. Yeah, and just get a job or something. Like, I don't know why you need an allowance and you're a grown ass woman. Like, that's that's weird. But I just feel like children, people, wives, husbands, they will play you until and bleed you dry as long as you let them. <laughs> okay. Girl, get your allowance. Stack it up for a rainy Stack day. It up. That's the thing. Get it and do something <laughs> with it, child. Like, enjoy. Go get some land do that go get some property okay the gift that keeps giving because they don't make any more of it so that's what i would do you know well i don't know how she's gonna get land she's complaining about a hundred dollar allowance that she don't got no more i'm just saying like (laughs) she could be getting her credit together and you know you don't have to have a lot of money to get no property you don't really have to have no money down to get a property get a job come on like you're an adult and that's another thing i would not want to be dependent solely on somebody else like scary one thing if you do for me in addition to what i'm doing for myself but if i have to depend solely on you to do everything especially for a hundred measly fucking dollars that i can't even wipe my ass with i'd love to be able to say a hundred dollars takes me a long way girl she probably just getting her nails done every week gotta be Girl, get you a little part-time job. Get you a podcast. Get you... Yeah, girl, start a YouTube. Girl, start a YouTube. Y'all, there is so many ways to make money. That's probably going to be my next podcast. Yeah. A hundred side hustles. How to create side hustles. So we could talk about a different side hustle. Because the biggest thing that you need is time. A lot of people will be starting all these businesses with a little bit of time. They got full-time jobs. They got kids. They got whole husbands. They got, they may be single, but they got three jobs and they side hustles is on the side and they still make it work. So if you got all the time in the world, there is no reason why you don't have something popping. Cause listen, (laughs) listen. Okay. 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 Well, thank you, girl, for writing in. Yeah, that was um, a great y'all, please send us your letters, your comments, whatever. Leave us a rating also on whatever app you're listening to this podcast on mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Our, uh, what's our channel pages? At oh. BCT Podcast on Instagram. Um, black coffee and tea is where you can see the visual visuals for this on youtube yeah. okay I, I, we gotta stop drinking um yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, oh i'm like really out of it <laughs> i'm slurring my words over here um, um. <laughs> y'all, yeah, if, y'all love us, if y'all been watching us and rocking with us for all these years y'all know we are a fool we don't stick by no <laughs> blueprint this is not scripted a lot of times we don't even have shit written down. Sometimes we do. So listen. I always got some little notes. Okay. That's, so we got some. But we okay. add, we ad lib a lot. And it just develops in what it develops into. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Please reach out to us. Hit us up on our channels. Leave us a review. Um, let's end this thing with some tea bags. Tea bags. Okay. I am going to teabag 
<laughs> I really want to teabag somebody, but I'm not going to call their name out on this fucking show because we may have to get about it, about it <laughs> in real life. I know who I want to teabag in real life. <laughs> yeah, in real life, I got some motherfuckers I really want to teabag, but. I got some, te- I got, I got one teabag that I want to teabag in real life, but they already going through it. So I digress. They already going through it, so I'm gonna let them continue to go through it, child. That's what I'm um, realizing too. If you're giving me shit and coming for me, then you're just going through it on your own. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. They it has me. nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. Nope. A lot of I'm, people would be out here doing FBI research on shit only to stay in <laughs> their same situation. So you sitting here coming for me, <laughs> doing all this damn research, linking shit together. Okay. Bye. Shit. Get a hobby. Not FBI research. I Girl, it's FBI research trying to put, put two and two together and put one and one together to equal Girl, five. and you Not still five. get five. You still yeah, get five. Girl. Girl, it has nothing to do with me. Okay. So let's just teabag. You're going to teabag the secret haters, social media trolls? Yeah, I'm going to take I'm going I'm to teabag. I'll be specific. I'm going to teabag all the people who have fake pages. Oh. Who want to be bold. And That's come a lot. On pay, come on our page. Mm-hmm and make comments and you're you know we i'm praying for you okay mm. along with this good old tea bag um life has hit you hard it is continuing to hit you hard <laughs> so get a hobby okay. oh my god oh i just want to piggyback off you and say uh life may have hit you hard but life is what you make it okay so get your shit together yeah, you can definitely get your shit together but not watching me Okay. I ain't got nothing for you. Yeah. And don't come for me unless I send for you. And I mean that shit. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, my tea bag is gonna go to Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, because they're press. Let our black prince Roddy Rich get his 20 minutes of spotlight right now. Okay. Clearly it's an I said what I said kind of year. <laughs> <laughs> What I, I said, what I said. Okay. So yes. Oh, also, you guys and me and me are about to have a, a business meeting about this. But yes. make sure you're subscribed to all our channels. We have something very juicy coming. All right. We talked about this, and it's coming. It's going to be after dark content for our very loyal fans. All right. And you're not going to want to miss it because I'm going to be. I'm going yeah. to. Be- Raw. Oh, we about to get it lit, popping, and more alcohol. So. We're going to be nasty. You're going to have to pay. You probably have to pay a dollar, but a month to get in there. A dollar a month, every month. And if I'm going to just say this now, if you're not ready to hear the real. Don't even do it. Probably isn't even for you. Okay. Because nope. we're going to talk about it all. Nope. Some yep. people will be in their feelings and fake pages as well. So. Kiki, do you love me? Okay. All right, y'all. It's been super real. All right. Bye, y'all. Love y'all. Till next time. We out. Bye.